Yeah, thanks a lot, Sadie. You get to tell the part about the land of the dead. I get to describe Interstate 10 through Texas. Long story short, it took forever and was totally boring, unless your idea of fun is watching cows graze. Robert and Hal are on a quest into the Ryan Danvers. We read series that aren't about the cow half blood chronicles. Mythology, we see different reads and not just Greek or Roman. So if you're down, said if you're down, come join us where we're going. To the right and verse, to the right and verse. Hey. Hi. And, and hello. hello. Welcome to Into the Riordan Verse, a Rick Riordan read-along podcast where we read the books that aren't a part of the Camp Hep Blood Chronicles. This includes Percy Jackson and the Olympians, the Heroes of Olympus, and the Trials of Apollo. Today we continue our look into the King Chronicles, the Red Pyramid, chapters 29 and 30. Zaius sets a rendezvous and Bost keeps a promise. Happy New Year, Hell! Oh, we're free. Uh, c'est la vie 2020. Uh, knock on wood, there hasn't been any dramatic news since the new year started, so it, it might, it, we, we might, we might be in the clear. We've already started off better than 2020, so. Like. 2020, remember by the third day we were starting off with the World War Three memes? Yeah. Yeah. But was it, was it 2020 where they were eating t- Tide Pods too? No, that was like 2018. That's 20, okay. That's an old meme. That's a really old news. So happy new year, everyone. Welcome to 2021. Sorry, we kind of took like a three-week break. We were lazy. Well, what about a surprise for you? Instead of doing our podcast today, we're actually just going to sing along to Hamilton for the entire hour. Are you guys <laughs> excited? Yeah. Hal and I, before we, rec- we started recording, we were talking about Hamilton because Hal was like, uh, which song? I forgot the name of the song. Oh my god! Satisfied, satisfied, satisfied is a bop, and I'm like, yes, it is a bop. So how? Um, th- that's an interesting way to start off. There's there's a few things we can start off with, but let's start off with Hamilton since you're in that mood. What are your top five favorite songs from Hamilton? Oh, that's hard. Well, satisfied is my favorite song in the in the, the you know the entire soundtrack. Yeah, I very much enjoy helpless. Skylar Sisters. I enjoy the Skylar Sisters a lot. I, I can tell considering your t- three, the top three of your songs have so far been songs sung by one of the Skylar Sisters at least. I like Ten Dual Commandments. That was really good too. In the in the room, in the room where oh, it happened. Yes, the room where I love that song. Okay, I'm redoing my list because I, I gave you mine before we started recording. Mine would be my shot. The Room Where It Happened. I love that song. What's the name of um, the introduction sh- the introduction song to George Washington? Right Hand Man? Right Hand Man. Yeah, that's a great that song. Was, that was an amazing song. Uh, Ten, Tool- Ten Dual Commandments is also in my top five. And um, did I already say my shot? I think that was my top, my number one. Yeah. Um, in that case, my number five would probably be, be oh, um, uh, what's his face? Uh, King George's song, the first one. What's it called? Um, I I love that song because um, Jonathan Groff is oh, he's he his voice a beautiful beautiful human being. He is 
Be- beautiful. I can't. Oof, Hal. Oof, just oof. Um. So hi, Hal. It's it, it's it's been. Now that 2020 is over, there, there's going to be a few changes. We're going to talk about that in a second. But also, uh, we have some email updates, Hal, and also some emails. Email updates and emails at the same time? Wow. So, I mean, we got a few. Uh, we got 40 emails, most of them being like, why haven't, you guys, why haven't you guys uploaded? And I did not reply to any of them. We have fans. We have a, a few of these were sent by mo- multiple people, but uh, yeah. So I, I'm just gonna read. I'm just gonna so we don't take too much time. I'm gonna read one person's email who is very nice. Uh, this is from Sita, who says, "Hi, I'm Sita, and I love this podcast. I laughed myself sick while listening to you both interact, and how your laugh is adorable. That's all for now. I will go back to enjoying your podcast. Bye. Mm-hmm. So uh, thank you for writing in, Sita. Thank you." The the big thing, how uh, when I got this in the inbox, I couldn't believe it. You will remember uh, from our mailbox episode, the girl who wrote in asking about Percy Jackson flirting advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She comes back with an update. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Dear Hal and Robert, thank you for reading my question on your podcast. As it turns out, the girl in question already liked me back, so I didn't really need to try anything with the Percy Jackson puns. All as well as ends well. Happy New Year from Amber. Hey, let's go. Let's go. That that's great. I'm I'm super ecstatic. I I still want to hear how your new I assume girlfriend is uh, would react to the pun so if you could write back saying what her response to that pun was that'd be great yeah yeah so it's like if she likes you already then you can get away with the puns yeah really that that, that was such a heartwarming like thing to read honestly it's, it's just it's great but how another thing that we've gotten this is an, an email from Jonathan. Jonathan says, Dear Robert and Hal, I like your guys' podcast and I like the interaction you two have with each other. I have a suggestion. Robert and Hal, you guys often forget your little recap funny story thing that you do in the beginning, so I have a suggestion. What if you guys do a 30-second recap to see who can fi- who can remember more of what they read? Oh, we both have, but we both have the memories of a... What's something with a terrible memory? See, goldfish? Yeah, yeah, we have the memory of a goldfish. Well, Hal, that doesn't matter. Starting from now on, we're going to do a 30-second recap of the chapters. Hal, would you like to go first, or should I? Um, go for it. <laughs> I shall set a 30-second timer and see if, what I can remember. I'm already afraid, because I don't remember anything. Um, let's see if that's loud enough. All right, 30 seconds on the clock. Three, two, one... Uh, so Zai, uh, Zai, I already screwed up. Uh, Carter and Sadie and Bost are in Texas, Nashville, uh, Tennessee. I locations, and they are on their way to a river to meet somebody that Boss is like, "Hey, we got to meet this person." And along the way, Zaya like ghosts in Carter's ears and tells him that maybe they can all team up and beat Set. And uh, um. And that's the timer. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I did horribly. How? Let's let's see. Let's hear how you would do it. Um. Are you ready, Hal? I'll go for it. Three, two, one. 
All right, so pretty much they spend an entire day dodging each other's questions while they're in. I think they were in New Orleans. I think they hadn't made it to Texas yet, but yeah, New Orleans. Uh... And yeah, Zaya does the magical version of FaceTime with Carter to warn him that they are they are catching up and to give her an opportunity to do alliance things, which is probably a trap. Oh, man. Thank you, Jonathan, for introducing a new thing to our podcast that's going to haunt me and Hal's dreams. Thank you for the additional pressure. The additional pressure. Hopefully next time we'll do better. Uh, Hal, did I ask you how you were? Did we do that? Uh, Did we? I think I did, because then you were We were literally <laughs> talking, and I don't remember what we were talking about. Oh, my God. If anyone who's going to expect us to do good 30-second recaps, oof. Oh, honey. They're, they're not, they're not going to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, well, yeah, we, we did ask each other how we were, because then we started talking about Hamilton. We did. We did. We did. Yeah. And then in, 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 in news, uh, I, I normally wait until the end of the podcast to plug – uh stuff but my my meme page the one that i run on twitter on an instagram for the new year i have brought it to the strange land of tiktok i am having such a blast tiktok percy jackson tiktok in particular is full of gen z it's unbelievable Mm -hmm. it's a little scary when i'm like oh look at all these people following me and then it's a bunch of like 15 year olds i'm like ah i had children no Mm -hmm. But I'm having a blast. Um, if you would like to follow me on TikTok, it is the same as it is on my Instagram and my Twitter at the damn meme page. Damn is spelled D-A-M. After all that nonsense is out of the way, let's get into our read-along. Uh, how? What did you give chapter 29? Zaya sets a rendezvous. Oh, this was like a six. This was a rather boring chapter. I gave it a seven. I, I I liked the chapter and I thought I would have given it like an eight, but I spent like five minutes spelling the word rendezvous and I'm like, fuck it, seven. Why did you have to spell the word rendezvous? It's right there in the title. Shut up. And then for Bost Keeps a Promise, what did you give that chapter? That one's an eight. That one's far more entertaining. I gave that a seven. It was, it, it was, it was sad, sad bean. I mean, it's sad, but it's also a very good chapter. All right. Let's start our reading. How, what happens in chapter 29, Zaya sets a rendezvous? Well, as we very, very, very poorly put together earlier on. Yes, they were in New Orleans. I knew it. Yeah. Oh, we're back to Carter, unfortunately, which means... Not well, a great way to start the year. Honestly. A Carter chapter. Uh, honestly, truly. Yeah, basically, they... They had left New Orleans the day before Seth's, Seth's birthday. Yep, 1 a.m. on December 28th, which is so weird. Boss had originally suggested that they take a plane, but after certain dream sequences, Carter thinks that planes are probably not the best way to go. He's also reconsidering his thoughts on whether... I forgot how to pronounce this guy's name. Douchebag? Yeah, douchebag. Yes. Um, he's reconsidering if douchebag is truly the the host for sets for sets godly power right now because although they are they seem to be very similar in terms of motivation and ambition, 
the douchebags heroics during the dream sequence have how we say put him off the idea yeah can, can i say that it, i had to read like the past six chapters before this to be like what the hell's happening i forgot completely mm. the only reason i remember our, our joke is because i listened to one of our episodes to be like okay what, what did we talk about last what are the jokes we made but yeah carter is like second guessing himself he's like well i mean Tishbag saves people he can't be possessed but then what's going on some somebody betrayed amos and like sabotaged his house and all that jazz what i like is that boston and khufu are taking turns driving the rv and carter is like i did not know baboons could drive and we get a we get like a little sentence that's like khufu was baring his fangs and barking a lot and none of the other drivers seem to notice i'm like yeah that's how driving works honestly it's just like he's just he's just a short guy with road rage it's fine yeah Bost tries to like feed the kids and be like okay we gotta you know get our energy and carter asks sadie what happened with anubis and we know that sadie is holding the feather of truth and she can't lie or else she'll like burn up and die i guess she hasn't told carter i don't know why did she not tell him from the context of their conversation I don't think she told him because she's like, stop asking me questions. I'm pretty sure at the end of the last chapter, she showed him that she had the feather. Just because she showed him the feather doesn't mean that she like told him what would happen if she lied. I mean, isn't he well-versed in Egyptian mythology? Isn't that the whole thing about the, when after you die, you, you meet Anubis and your heart's weighed against the scale and all of that? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'm just reading too much into it. And then... And then Boss is a sad kitty cat. Mm-hmm. She's she's depressed about the fact that she she deserted them after Anubis approached them, and she goes into this she goes into exposition about how she made a promise to their father about how they would she would protect Sadie and then later on Carter, and she's like, no, she's like, you guys don't understand like how important you are. And she's, she goes on to the babble about how powerful they are, how main character they are. <laughs> and it's like, you two, you guys don't understand. You two are main characters. That means you're very powerful, very powerful. Yeah. But, but basically, she believes that the two of them can return the house of life to how it was when they used to work together with the gods rather than be against it. I, I really like the little end part where she's like, even if I wasn't told to protect you two, I would. You guys are like little kittens to me. And they're, like, crying about this, and I'm like, oh, that's cute. And now I need fan art of Carter and Sadie as cats. To jail with you. Wait, why Why jail? I, I don't know. That 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 seems jail. That Listen, last episode I had to argue with you about Sadie and Anubis. This episode I will I will kill you. Why? Overturning, overturning two kids into cats. That's weird. Why is that weird? That's... Uh, how... Have you not watched the 2019 cinematic masterpiece, Cats? Well, not not like humanoid cats. I, I want them to be like actual cats. Okay, so here's what you do. You Google, you go to google.com, you type in the search engine kittens, and bam, that's what they would look like if they were kittens. Yeah, exactly. So you don't need fan art then. You just need like to Google search it. Although now I have the horrifying image of Bast as one of the cats from the, from that movie. Isn't that essentially what she is? I, I assume so, but now I'm thinking way too hard about it, and I think it's, I think it's time we, we put an end to this. 
the only the only other thing I want to talk about cats is I don't remember the name of the cat, but there's a cat in the in like the musical or like the movie or whatever cats whose sole purpose is that he's committed every human crime. That's that's wild. Can you Hal, can you imagine committing every human crime? I mean depends on what you define as a crime. Anything that uh, all right, I'm I'm gonna call my is, lawyer is, sister and is it is call. it is it anything that's that you're not supposed to do, or is it something that the law, which is a human construct, says that you shouldn't do? If you as a human commit a, an act that is deemed as a crime by general society, that I think that's what counts. Okay. So like tax evasion, for example, is up there, but also like murder ah so kirby's going down copy (laughs) why is kirby going that way what kirby don't you mean yoshi isn't yoshi the tax evader is it is it i see i'm so out of touch uh i'm so out of touch it is yoshi all all our gen z audience is just yelling at us like yeah it is yoshi what are you guys talking about one of my friends posts that stupid meme all the time and i still forgot oh that yoshi's an tax evader yeah. I mean, hey, Yoshi is a tax evader. Apparently, so is Superman, which is hilarious. Too. I'm sorry, what? Oh, yeah, Superman. I, 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 do you think I, I'm... I, I'm pretty sure that for truth, justice, and the American way of life, Superman pays his taxes. Do you think Lex Luthor pays his taxes? Oh, f- f- no. He's a billionaire. He, he does all those bull billionaire loopholes that, like, exempts him from paying taxes. I mean, I mean, he he became president, so. Dude, dude. He, he, he definitely was president. I'm like, oh. Dude, you're you're saying that yeah, like it. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. That's that's the that's the that's the point. I'm definitely trying to make. <laughs> Uh, where were we? We whew, we are we are derailed so much in the last. We're week. super off topic. Uh. So they start asking Sadie about her conversation with Anubis, and she's like, "Yeah, he was a human." And they're like, "No, he had a hum- he had a jackal head." And she's like, "No, he was human." And they're like, "Hmm, suspicious." It's probably it either has something to do with how Anubis wanted her to see wanted her to see him, or Isis being like, "Ooh." So they have to make a stop according to boss and boss is like i don't want to jinx it i can't tell you guys where we're going but we got to stop somewhere carter's like do we have time to make a stop and she's like sure of course we have time to stop because nothing will happen on the way and carter's like you mean like every other time we've tried to do anything and been attacked and she's like yeah like that (laughs) yeah and in the end they're like okay 24 hours left no matter what this story ends in 24 hours, which for us is like 10 chapters. Can you believe it? How we have 10 chapters left. Really? Is it only 10? 10 chapters left. And then the, the other, the, the, the next two books each have 24 chapters. How did this one have so many chapters then? I don't know. When we get to Magnus Chase, Magnus Chase, each book has like 50 chapters. We're going to do like one book a year for those, for those books. Oh my God. I can imagine my DMs already. Oh, my DMs are going to be crazy. Uh, can you imagine doing this for your... Can you imagine the year 20... We, we just got into the year 2021. Can you imagine the year 2022? Uh, sure. 
it, it's it's a hypothetical. It's like Schrodinger's cat. It both exists and doesn't exist. I mean, it definitely doesn't exist, except as a concept. All the 15-year-olds listening to this are like, why the f*** are they talking about <laughs> theoreticals and stuff? Read, read the Egyptian mythology book. Oh yeah, basically Carter is like, well, if you if you guys want to bother me, I'm going to go have a, a training montage off screen. And I'm just imagining like a Rocky training montage. That's basically what happens. Yeah, that's pretty much what happens. Is that he's like, th- this RV for some reason has a porch, which is weird. So he goes into the Porsche to practice his sword fighting and Horace gives him some advice and Horace is like, lift the blade higher. More of an arc. The blade is designed to hook an enemy's weapon and Carter's like, shut up, where were you when I needed help on the basketball court? And he's like, damn. Yeah, he's actually right though. It's actually easier. <laughs> he's actually right. But then he tries doing it the way that Horace uh, says and he's like, oh wait, wow, this actually kind of works. And then Horace is like, spoiler alert, there's danger approaching. And Carter's like, yeah, I know there's danger. It's my fight with Set. And he's like, yeah, that, of course. But there's another challenge, Carter. And Carter's like, oh, great. Let me guess. It has to do with something at a river. Something bad's going to happen. And before Horace can answer, his image starts to fade. And he's like, wait, what? And then his image is replaced by Zaya. She's like, FaceTime. Hope you guys weren't doing anything busy, like trying to escape death. Zaya pretty much gives Carter the rundown that um, they are looking for him, that douchebag, her, and two other magicians are looking for him, and Sadie and Boss, and they don't know exactly where they are, but that they do know the final destination, which would be Phoenix. And instead of coming to help fight against Set, they're coming to essentially kill Zaya, they're essentially coming to kill Carter and Sadie. Yep, typical villain shtick. Instead of working together towards a common cause, let's obstruct each other and watch the world go boom. Because yeah. this is extremely productive. And is just like, listen, I mean, if you come meet with me at a certain spot, maybe, just maybe, I can convince one of the, magician, <clears throat> one of the magicians that I'm with that this is all, like, stupid and we all need to join our forces together to fight set. And then maybe from there we can convince douchebag. Zion has not read enough young adult novels. When does that ever work? It really doesn't. It, it, it never works ever in the history of anything. And Carter is rightfully like, well, don't take this the wrong way, but why should I trust you? And Zaya like gets kind of hurt by that. And I'm like, oh, great. They're, here come the Zaya and Carter shippers. I'm silent on that for reasons. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You, you're you very vocal about Sadie and Anubis, but you shut up about Carter and Zaya? Uh, this is spoiler territory. That's why I'm keeping quiet about this. Oh, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, you, you know how you know Percy and Annabeth get together? I'm like 90% sure Zaya and Carter get together. If you told me they do, I would not be surprised. Um, it's, there's, there's, there's more to that. There's, it's. It's it, it's it gets very complicated at the end of this book. Uh, how? It get, well, it get, you can't it, tell me. It's spoilers. Oh my I, god! I, no. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I can't. I can't tell you. But it's a lot deeper than the two of them get together because you learn. You learn certain. I think you learn certain things at the end of this book, and then they go into it more in the next two books. But there, there's 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 complica- There's one big complication, and then there's like other minor complications is zaya like immortal or something like does she die um 
Read, read the books. Read the, you know, you are read, horrible. Read. You are horrible at keeping she, secrets. No, she, she, she does. She does not die. She does not die. I can't. Does she become like a god or something? Does she host a? I should stop making guesses because when you yes, try to lie please, to me, please stop making guesses. <laughs> when you try to lie to me, your voice gets like a little higher pitched, and you're like, um, well, not exactly. So I, I don't want to spoil it for myself. Uh, just like just. Just, just, just keep reading. It's just like, just know that there's complications and move forward. So Zaya's like, meet me in New Mexico tonight. Uh, if you meet with me, perhaps we can convince Mel, who's the other magician, and then together we can hopefully convince douchebag. And uh, then, just before her image fades away, Zaya gives Carter one last piece of advice: Do not trust Amos. This will end well. Amos is secretly the villain of <laughs> the whole book, isn't he? And now, and now let's go to chapter 30. <laughs> chapter 30, boss keeps a promise. How, what happens in this chapter? What does happen in this chapter? I know there's, there, there's, there's another battle. Yeah. <laughs> they, they go to the river. Oh, it's the Rio Grande. I'm thinking of a different river. Never yes, mind. I'm, I'm bugging. You are just. <laughs> I'm, I'm super buggy. Like, How yeah, was yeah. work, Hal? I know that's probably why you're bringing it. Was, it was so boring. There are no customers. It's return season during COVID. Oh my god. There, There is zero, zero activity. Oh I mean, god. hey, look at it this way. At least you're getting paid to do nothing. Yeah, but it's like... But I have to stand all that time. I can't even, like, sit down. Haven't you mastered the technique of, like, leaning but looking like you're standing? Oh, of course, but like after a while, it's like holy, holy macaroni! Like, please let me go home. Holy macaroni, he says on a podcast where we have definitely said worse. I'm trying to, I'm trying to be better. Is that your New Year's resolution to not curse on this podcast, even though you've already cursed like two or three times? Oh hell no! <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Boss believes that this is the best. The river is the best place to summon uh, Nephis, yes. And Sadie's like, are you sure she'll tell us uh, Seth's secret name? And Bass is like, I mean, you know, it's like a 50-50. Honestly. She might kill us. She might tell us. It's our best chance anyway. And And Carter's like, so why did we park on top of this mountain instead of, you know, like by the river? And Boss is like, well, I'm a cat. And cats like high places. And cats sure do like high places. (laughs) They sure do. So they're like, okay, on our way down to the Rio Grande, uh, we just got to go through several miles of sand, cacti, rattlesnakes. We got to avoid the border patrol, human traffickers, magicians, demons, and some Nephthys. And Sadie's like, okay, bet, let's go. (laughs) Kufu's like, And, uh, And Boss is like, yep, Kufu smells trouble. Something bad's about to happen. And Carter's like... Yeah, we're the main characters. That always happens. Horace interjects to say that he remembers this place, and Carter's like, you've been to El Paso before? You've had Mexican food? <laughs> and Horace is like, yes, I remember that night on the toilet well. <laughs> so where were we? So they make their way to the Rio Grande. It's like, you. Yeah, and, Horace, Horace is having flashbacks of when he was a child on the run from... Yeah, and and uh, Carter recognizes the area he's in. He's like, yeah, it looks very familiar to this place that I was here. Like, I was here as a ba. Um, but then, just before they reach the bank, he's, he, Carter's tells everyone, hey, stay away from the water. 
And Boss is like, well, I'm a cat, so I'm not going for a swim. And Carter's like, I feel that something bad's about to happen. It's like my spoiler senses are tingling. <laughs> my spoiler senses are tingling. Which is funny because Horace is just like unnervingly silent. He's not even saying anything. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely having a PTSD episode. I love I love how she they they comments on the fact that the river is a dangerous place full of snakes, hippos, all kinds of problems. And they're like hippos and boss is like, don't take it lightly. Hippos can be deadly. Hippos can be deadly. And this is where we sort of get more of the origin of uh, Horus, where that's um, like the animal that attacks Set was usually scorpions and then afterwards crocodiles. And you're like, oh no. And then they're like, hey boss, does the Rio Grande have crocodiles? And boss is like, no, nope, it doesn't. It totally doesn't. That means it does. That means magical crocodiles everywhere. Oh God. And then... Um, Carter uh, and then Boss is like, "Hey Sadie, you uh, got to summon Nephthys. She was Isis's sister, so if uh, she is anywhere near us, she would hear your voice." And I love, I love how Sadie says that she's like, "Hello, Nephthys." I imagine, I imagine, since they were in New York earlier, I imagine Sadie just going, "Yeah," <laughs> and then, Stop! <laughs> Stop! and then someone going, and then you just hear like faintly in the distance, "Yeah." <laughs> Stop. But she's she basically she basically just calls out to Nephis and unfortunately Nephis's Wi-Fi signal is very trash because she's a McDonald's. <laughs> so they cannot they cannot they cannot understand what she says. <laughs> tell me, tell me, tell me this is not basically the modern day version of what's going on right now. They're trying to call Nephis on FaceTime and Nephis's signal is trash because she's at McDonald's right now. I mean, sure. She, if by McDonald's you mean she is currently... From what they gather from what Nephthys is telling them, she's uh, sheltered, which they interpret it as she is in a host body somewhere else. I will continue to remain silent. <laughs> what I do like, uh, there, was, there was this one moment where uh, 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 an immigrant family family was crossing the border and carter has this moment of like now i've heard stories of thousands of people crossing the border illegally looking for work and life and better life and whatever and i love how carter doesn't even try to talk to the immigrants like they just look at each other and they have this mutual mutual understanding of we have we both have enough problems without having to bother the other it's like i am a black man in america and you are hispanics about to enter america hmm Hell, it's just like us. Like, you know, oh, I hate you. Hell, you're black and I'm Hispanic. We're I, we're we're just as hated in this country. I, I hate you so much. Do, do you want to play the who's had it worse, Hispanics or black people card game? Oh, that, do not play that card. Oh, do not do that. Don't do that to you. Oh no, do not do that to you. Oh no, I don't. I don't want to. I get, mainly because I'm a good person who does not want to compare the struggles of people and be like who had it worse. I want to be like everyone's had struggles, but also those who have had like the most struggles, like Black and Hispanic people, should maybe have society changed so they don't have those struggles. Is that is that too controversial for a Rick Riordan read along podcast? That's, that's quite the hot take. I, I don't know. 
Wow, it's such a hot take to want equal rights. Am I right? Apparently so. Look look at where we are in 2021. It's it's actually quite wild that we're here. God, I Oh man. Can you imagine living I don't know. Can, can, can... You, you think it's you would think it's not a cra- it's it's apparently crazy because we put that devil creature in the white house so yeah it's a foreign concept um speaking of the day after this podcast goes up is going to well the day of this podcast going up i believe is the final election day for the senate runoff in georgia so if you haven't voted and you live in georgia please go vote your vote can help decide who controls the senate of the united states of america Oh, let's let's add an addendum. Pretty much, who controls the United States of America? Pretty much. And then the day after this podcast comes out tomorrow, for those listening in the future, is the day that the uh, Supreme Court finalizes that Joe Biden won the election. And then after that, we just wait till the twentieth. I find it. I find it wild that the majority of Americans didn't understand the process of how a president gets like elected. It's, Pretty much like they they understood that the election happened and then until 2016 well actually actually 2000 but yeah 2016 a lot of people like around our age didn't understand that like the electoral college had that kind of power because it's very rare that a president loses the pres the popular vote but still wins the electoral college because of antics oh geez so yeah go vote if you can yeah, if you if you happen to be in Georgia, please do go vote. But yeah, if 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 you if you can vote, go vote. Let's get back to reading a children's book. Honestly. So as Bost and Sadie are trying to talk to Nephthys over the crappy McDonald's Wi-Fi, Carter and Khufu go down the river bank and um what's it called? At some point he sees the immigrant family, like I think they fell into the river, is what he perceives, right? Yeah, basically they disappeared, yeah. He assumes that they they fall into the water and his bleeding heart says that he must help them. Because he's like, I am main character, even though timeline-wise, like three days ago in this book, I was a coward. And Kufu's like, stop that. We have more important things to do. Like some and, goddesses. Yeah, and Carter's like, nope, I'm the main character. I gotta go and risk my life. He's like, I am I am the main character, so I have plot immunity. I can't die. Uh, but unfortunately, the 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 immigrant family cannot speak English. They can. Really? He's sitting there being like, "I'm apparently." It's wild. It's wild that the the immigrant family that's attempting to cross into America illegally cannot speak English. Surprising as hell. Which is it's this idealization of illegal immigration strikes a bad note with me especially because my sisters or my sister was uh, an immigration attorney mm-hmm. and um the the commonly thought idea of oh people sneaking over the border through like um like on trucks or like through sewers or like crossing the border on foot like that does not happen as much as you think like the majority of people who try to come into this country do it legally through uh immigration and through um what's it called asylum seeking asylum unfortunately that's not 
that's not the narrative that that is perceived at the moment. Nope. Especially, especially at the moment. So nope. people, uh. assume, people assume if it happens once, it happens a million times, and it's like, not really. But unfortunately, especially in this country, people are extraordinarily hard-headed. Yeah. Sometimes it just it. I, let's. <laughs> we are getting very political. Honestly, let's let's continue to move forward. Um. So as as Carter is walking towards the immigration, the immigrant family. Predictably, Carter is attacked by surprise, surprise, a crocodile, and not just a regular crocodile, a giant crocodile. Yep. It is our. We we are introduced to our brand new pal. Good old, where the hell is he? Sobek? What's his name? Uh, Sobek, I think, is the name of the god. Yeah. So this is just some random crocodile that's, like, attacking them. And um, Carter has to do all his dodging. It's the same for every Rick Riordan fight scene. He, like, dodges to the left. He parries. He dodges to the right. He, like, jumps back. And then he's like, oh, I can can stab the crocodile in the stomach. And he stabs the crocodile in the stomach. Yeah, you forgot the part where he gets distracted and hurt. Oh, yeah. He, like, turns around to be like, hey, Sadie, boss, help. And then, um, what's it called? He just gets flicked away with, like, the crocodile's tail. Boss is freaking out because she's like, oh, no, my baby. And she goes uh, she goes after Sadie. And um, we, we know that Sadie gets yeeted away by a different crocodile. Yeah, she is currently unconscious and bleeding on the side of the river. And then behind them, a god appears. Because we can't go anywhere without a god appearing from out of no, literally out of nowhere. Yep, it's crazy. Guy- it's it's crazy that it's so painfully easy for everybody to track them. Yeah, it, it's so easy for them to track for everyone to know where they are, except for douchebags group. Honest and set apparently. And set apparently, yeah. It's like set doesn't like every time we talk to set, he's not sure. He's not sure where they are. He's just like, yes, I know you're watching me, but where are you? And it's just like, why don't you? I mean, I I don't think he needs to care because he knows that if they want to stop them, they have to show up by a certain date. I mean, wouldn't it? When so it's it's kind of like it's kind of like shooting fish in a barrel for him. This this conundrum baffles me in every situation where the villain just allows the humans to run wild. It's like, no, just go murder them before you initiate your plan. Yeah. Let's go go murder them. Um, Yeah. So then this big dude comes out. He's uh, 20 feet tall at least. He's all flesh and blood. His chest and arms are human, but he had light green skin and his waist was wrapped in a green armored kilt like reptile hide. He had the head of a crocodile, a massive mouth filled with white crooked teeth, and eyes that glistened with green mucus. Yeah, I know. Real attractive. Hmm? His black hair hung in plates down to his shoulder, and bull's horns curved from his head. If that wasn't enough, he appeared to be sweating at an unbelievable rate. Oily water poured off him in torrents and pooled in the river. I'm just imagining a crocodile with a really bad leave. <laughs> but, but, like, standing up like a person? Honestly. <laughs> um I woke up like this. <laughs> I woke up like this. <laughs> and so Horace is like, okay, here's what you gotta do. You gotta face him down. He has unbelievable strength. Talk shit about him, but don't let him grab you or else he will drown you. So uh Carter is like fight is like talking shit to Sobek and he's like, hey Sobek, god of crocodiles, 
leave us in peace or we'll destroy you. And Horus is like, good, good. Mm. Yeah, Sobak is like, haha, funny boy. You think you and your little kitten can fight me? What brings you to my realm, Bast? I thought you didn't like the water. And Bast is like, I sure don't like the water, but that's off, off topic. Why, why did you betray your king? And Sobak's like, what king? Ra? Ra is gone. Osiris is dead again, which I find hilarious. <laughs> and he's like, and he's like, Horus? Horus is a boy. He's a child. He, there was a time I might have supported him, but but now he is literally inside of a child. Why would I follow him? And then Sobek, while he's talking, grabs Carter. You know, that thing that Horus warned him not to let happen. Honestly. And starts dragging him underwater. And Horus is like, dude, it's now or never. Let me take control. And Carter's like, no, I want to die. It's like, I pick suicide. <laughs> and he finds that strangely calming. And I'm like, oh, Carter, is there, is there, do we need to talk? Are you okay? It's like, Carter, no. I have main character powers. I and then he he like shoots out of the water and breaks yeah, out of the box grip. He he becomes a Gundam again at some point, doesn't he? Uh, does he, does he, does he, does he yeah, he does. I think. Hmm. What I like. Well, he he becomes a Gundam later, but when he jumps out of the water, uh, Boss is like, "Thank Ra," and he's like, "Yeah, I'm alive." And she's like, "No, not that. I was about to jump in after you. Now I don't have to." <laughs> I hate the water. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Beck is like, you cannot defeat me. I am the lord of the water. My sweat creates the rivers of the world. And Carter's like, well, I am never touching a river again. Mm-hmm. And Spock's like, more, more minions, more crocodiles. And Carter's like, oh god, more crocodiles. He, and he complains to Horace, why, why don't we have minions? Why do they get minions? Where are our minions? And like the horse, horse is ignoring him because he's like, I'm trying to concentrate on keeping you alive here, and you want to know why I don't have minions? Because they're working for that guy in Despicable Me. And this is the end of our this is the end of our <laughs> podcast this week, guys. Uh, banana. Isn't that fun? Isn't that fun? Nah, Hal. Come on, it's it's okay. We we can keep going. I hate you. And so. Boss smacks, uh, uh, so back smacks Boss and Carter around until eventually Carter just like can't power up anymore. And Boss is also losing a lot of power. And then Boss is like, You kids, run! I'm gonna do the thing where I sacrifice myself. I'll be fine though, because I'm also a main character. Except she wasn't fine. I'll see you in two chapters. William, what? Well, she's done that before where she kind of throws herself at the enemy and then appears like two chapters later. It's literally happened like four times in this book already. And so she yells at them to get out and she's like, Carter, go, tell your father I kept my promise. And so she leaps at Sobek and uh, fights him and drags him into the water. Ring out. Ring out. And then something shoots out of the river as it, been, as it had been tossed. It was a half-wet, unconscious... Uh, a wet, unconscious, half-dead cat. And Carter picks up the cat, and she's and he's like, oh, it's not bust, it's just muffin. And then just as all of Sobek's minions are going to, like, s- stomp them, uh, a white crocodile appears and starts defending them. And Carter's like, Philip? What? And behind them, a man's voice says, yeah, that's Philip. And behind him is Uncle Amos. He's re-entered the story. And he's like, macadamia nut will keep them busy, but not for long. So we gotta go. 
Philip will help keep Sobek's minions busy, but not for long. Follow me now, and we have a slim chance of surviving. And that concludes chapter 30. Oh, boy. Action. Yeah. Which leads into our segment. Let me pull up my notes. Which leads into our segment, Scrolling Through the Egyptian Ages. Hal, we were introduced to a god this chapter. Who are we introduced to? Bast. I already did my thing about Bast. I know, Sobek. Sobek. Sobek was one of the most iconic deities in ancient Egypt. He was known as the crocodile god. Go figure. Today, we have knowledge about him from ancient pyramid texts. He was also the god of Nile, which is believed to have emerged from his sweat. Uh, the farmers cultivating near the Nile basin used to worship Sobek in order to bring fertility to the soil and increase vegetation. Sobek is also the Egyptian god of strength, which is presented in many stories, myths, and legends of Egyptian mythology. Uh, according to Egyptian myths, Sobek was born out of water and gave birth to the entire world. Interesting. Which leads into our other section. Let me drink my water because I'm thirsty. Uh, remember, kids, hydrate. This is a threat. <laughs> this is a threat. Remember, uh, which leads to our next section, Consulting the Divine, where I try and predict what happens in the next coming chapters. Um, so what I think is going to happen, now that Almas is here and that they have to meet up with Zaya at her rendezvous, I think uh, Almas is going to take them there and like a small fight might happen. But then everyone like eventually agrees to stop being dumbasses and go to fight Seth. I would have I would have thought the way that I very poorly, very, very poorly foreshadowed what was going to happen, that you would have thought a bit harder about this. Uh, well, I usually write my consultant divines before we record. Like, after I read, I write, okay, what I think is going to happen in the next chapter. Okay. Um, uh, even you, also, now, you, also, you also have to keep in mind that while Percy Jackson has not made an appearance yet, Percy Jackson, is, this is the same universe as Percy Jackson, so you should know that anything that can go wrong will go wrong. And that concludes our reading for this week. How do you have any final thoughts about the chapters we just read? Uh, I can't wait to go back to Sadie. That's next week, Hal, assuming we actually read on time. Of course and record. And record. We'll, see you, we'll see you guys next month. <laughs> <laughs> no, next week. Hal, I'm going to kick your butt. I'm, I'm, I'm going to kick your butt hard until we record. Oh, no. Uh, but, Hal, any other thoughts for the chapter before we do our credits? No. <laughs> are, are, you, are you that frazzled? Can you did, did you eat today? Did you drink water? I did. I, I, I did not drink water because I don't take kindly to threats. <laughs> uh, um... Well, in that case, uh, let's get to our credits. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you want to get into contact with us or the show, there's a few ways to do that. You can email the show at intotheriotinverse at gmail.com. Send us your questions, your comments, your concerns, or in some cases, your updates to your relationship. Or life in general. <laughs> yeah if anyone who sent us an email in the past wants to send us an update about something by all means go for it um actually please do if um if you want to follow the show on social media you can follow us on twitter at riordanverse pod if you want to follow me on social media you can follow me on instagram twitter or tiktok at the damn meme page damn is spelled d-a-m 
Hal, where can they find you on social media? If you are trying to send me threats to drink water, send them all to Robert, for I do not have social media. I'll just pass the threats on to you. All right, that, that's that's the new email challenge. Everyone email the email and just yell at Hal to hydrate. This is a threat. Mm. Hal, you're, you're about to get like 40 or 50 Gen Z emails coming at you being like drink water this is a threat you are about to like have to fight gen z honestly honestly if we have that many people that are concerned about my well-being i'll i'll die happy but you still won't drink water you'll die happy because you'll be dehydrated i sure will continue drinking my soda (laughs) um if you would like to follow the artist of the icon that is at Rampakoka on Twitter, you can follow him on Twitter at Rampakoka, R-A-N-P-A-K-O-K-A. The beautiful, wonderful, awesome theme song that Hal loves so much <laughs> was made by Kobe Ophi on Fiverr.com. You can find him at Fiverr.com, Kobe Ophi. As always, everything I talked about is linked in the description. Hal... Thank you for doing a podcast with me. Yeah. Love you too, buddy. And we'll see you all next week or next month. I don't know. Goodbye. Adios.